Yeah, I, d I don't know how much of what I say I can keep in though, because uh, people just react badly to when you're talking about it. I wanna run away. I'm gonna get away and leave soon and fly straight. Put away, put away. Drowning butterflies forever swimming in circles. Put away, put away. Hi everybody and welcome to an emergency broadcast on behalf of the NPOD. In the middle of our Warren Ellis month, we had to break programming. An unscheduled broadcast because of all the controversy that's been going on this week with Spiegelman's mouse being taken off the curriculum in a school in Tennessee. Now, Tim... Actually, let's not go do now, Tim. Let's introduce Tim first. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is the M-Pod as well. We're on all regular platforms, all the promotion stuff. If Wherever you listen to podcasts, we'll be the M-Pod. Uh, Spank Media is what it's uploaded through. So, if you can't find one, you'll find the other. Instagram, Twitter, all the usual places. Um, and if you agree with Tim and disagree with me, or you, or you don't like it, the sound of either of us, <laughs> then let us know and you know there'll be comments on some stuff in, and whatever so as i alluded to tim's here with me today you all right mate <laughs> how you doing mate ah i'm all right i'm all right. a little bit tired been a weary week both for me uh, personally and in the comics stratosphere my mom and my sister are in town which is fun i haven't seen my mom since before the pandemic but my baby really yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but my she lives in Boston, and you know I live in Salt Lake City now. So I grew up in Massachusetts. Oh. So I've, I haven't been, I haven't seen her since my November of 2019. Um, That's crazy. So it's been a lot of fun. That's been fun. But my baby's sick, so I likewise am a little like ra run a little bit ragged here. Mm. But I'm good. I'm excited to talk about this. I mean, I haven't read the comic in a while. I have certain things to say about that are my impressions from having read it and i think it's one of the great comics and i'm very interested in uh controversy which is part no. and parcel larger thing going on in this country i i haven't read it so i'm gonna probably be speaking a little bit out of turn however i think we probably essentially have different approaches to this and my concern over any small act. I mean, let's let's for the for the undoctored um, listener. Basically, there was a school in Tennessee that took it off its eighth grade reading list f for its history curriculum. Earlier in the week, the way it was reported was that Tennessee have banned this from libraries, which is not the case. It is a very specific instance. Now. There was a board meeting whereby all motions were voted on and all that kind of thing. And it's very bureaucratic, very uh, drawn out and business-like speak. So I probably wouldn't advise reading it for fun, but it is interesting nonetheless. Now, the issue that was presented was that there was language that wasn't befitting 
of eighth grade. So I think eighth grade is, what, 12, 13 for any English listeners? That sounds about right. First grade's five, and then you basically add five to whatever the grade is from what I've learned this week, because I had no fucking clue, let me tell you. (laughs) So, yes, there was language involved, the imagery, and there is some nudity in, in it. And the questions it asked, is there a place for censorship or oversight, depending on which point of view you have, in what certain ages at schools should be allowed to, what's the word? Absorb, not absorb. (laughs) Should be able to, yeah, absorb, entertain, read, whatever. Fuck it, mate. Look, we'll get highbrow and then I have to break character because I'm (laughs) bleary-eyed. No excuse, because it's half past two in the afternoon here. (laughs) Tim, on the other hand, is eloquent and beautifully spoken throughout. So I think we should all thank thank our lucky stars at Tim's with us. So, yeah, my initial reaction to this, Tim, was, well, that's a bit silly, isn't it? But I have to say, and the way that social media works and the way news reporting works, and actually why people listen to people to Joe Rogan these days is because it was immediately politicised, it was seen as a blue or a red um, a blue or a red decision, and it was seen as, well, Tennessee is obviously racist, of course they banned a book about the Holocaust. That's, that put red flags up for me immediately and made me determined to find out what had actually occurred. How did you see this being reported, Tim? What were your immediate reactions? Uh, my immediate reactions, and they're still my largely my same reaction is that this was you know okay let me let me back up how how was this reported it was reported as mouse's ban in tennessee school you know school board votes to censor and remove from libraries this like pretty much iconic and seminal text i mean it's it's beyond a a graphic novel it's it's uh yeah it's taught in colleges which itself may suggest that it's perhaps too advanced for your typical seventh or eighth grader, but let's table that for, for the time being. My initial reaction was, now keep in mind, the context of this is in this country, as any, any of our American listeners who are on social media or really just pay attention now, is that there is a movement afoot to ban lots of different types of texts for students in this country, largely do, largely related to race, okay? Not, not you know, the, Amer- the question of American race, as opposed to like the Holocaust. So a famous example of this is something called the 1619 Project, which is a New York Times um, discussion of how, you know, the story of America cannot be told without the story of slavery. That is to say, like, and in fact, America yeah, yeah, could, not, yeah. could, not, could not in its present state, its level of power could not have occurred without slavery, the free labor upon which uh, this country was built. So that's an example of a Texas being banned widely throughout states like Tennessee, I'm not mm. sure in Tennessee yet, but certainly in places like Texas and mm. others. And, that, and that's important because Texas, Matt, you probably don't know this. You, why would you? Um, Texas is where all these textbooks, the, like the history textbooks are written. And so whatever okay. the Texas school boards decide is mm-hmm. largely determines what everyone else gets to read or learn about uh, because that's where all the textbooks are made and the rules about them are made. Now, there's a whole thing afoot here, right, in this country in states like Tennessee, and by like Tennessee, I mean red states. And by red states, of course, I mean conservative states, um, mm-hmm. to ban books like this 
not like mouse, but like 1619 projects and other and, and, a, and a concept that we have called critical race theory. I'm not going to go into that, um, but that has just just generally has to do with um, uh, how like the the effect of institutional racism rather than individual racism on you know this country and so on. Like we don't have to get into critical race theory, but with that in mind, do you think there's a place for that in schools because it is I do. I, I do think, and I think, I, here's the thing, I think critical race theory is actually not taught in schools, but should be taught in schools. I don't think it's that controversial, to be honest. I mean, the question is like, okay, is our institutions, do institutions benefit certain people over others? Obviously. Like, can we please talk about that? Can I ask you again with that? Do you think it's like Black Lives Matter, though, where it depends whose hands it's placed? Those three words in that order are irrefutable, indisputable. But in the wrong hands, then you have it. It is. Oh fuck! It, I'll just say what I mean. You have buildings on fire and riots. You're putting a lot of trust in individuals not to be motivated by to tell a straight story. I might even just uh, re rephrase it. Like, do you think that a good idea in the wrong hands can be can be motivated by more sinister objectives? I think maybe in principle, sure. I don't think that's necessarily a problem here. I mean, what you would do is you would just integrate it into a, an ordinary curriculum like any other thing. You'd have, you perhaps would have bad apples. I'm not sure what a bad apple would look like in this instance, but. Well, uh, um, a militant black. Um, yeah. I'm not talking about black people, um, militant black sympathizers. I guess, um, sure. Do I care? No, not really. Um, unless it's like, unless it's like particularly violent or widespread in that violence is widespread. I guess I don't care. I, I assume it would just be taught like any other type of curriculum where you have like high school students barely paying attention. Some like really into it. Some don't care like any other topic. Um, mm. and just having digested that stuff when I was a teenager in college, I think it was like pretty much eye-opening quite um, yeah. uh i thought it was kind of life-changing to learn about that stuff when i did it in the late the very well and when i learned about it it was like 1996 <clears throat> i mean this is a, this is a body of work that goes back to the 70s so yeah. it's like quite old quite well established it's it's, it's i think generally i mean in 2022 it's not even that controversial it was quite quite controversial t to me in the 90s because you know you think about racism as something that a bad apple has right like it, mm -hmm. it, that an individual feels prejudiced against another person because of their race and it's individual character yeah, flaw yeah, 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 yeah. it's a systemic thing but i think the systemic thing is actually pretty uncontroversial at this place and and i it's very hard to find anyone that shoots straight down the middle without any unbiased i mean look at what happened a couple of years ago with George Floyd. Now, the way that was being reported, when you speak to most people on the street, there was a plethora of, there was just a black massacre by the hands of white police day in, day out in America. The fact of the matter is that untrained police are just killing a lot of people irrespective of race. Can some of those, uh, the, the black killings, be racially prejudiced? I would say, of course, there is a chance of that. Looking at the numbers, and when you look at, the number of white people and the number of black people. Yes, there are a lot more white people in America, but the black people have more interactions with the um, police because of inescapable 
um, poverty, and that is the issue that should have been debated. Why is there so many areas of America with inescapable poverty that trap black people into a path that means they are having more interactions with police? The numbers look completely disjointed, but then at the same time, it's because of the number of interactions with the police and violent crime. In the wrong hands, that's when you get riots and things set on fire, as opposed to like, we'll never get to the root cause of it if we're only looking at one of the symptoms. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, it just concerns me when anything that's politicized, that can be politicized, because what's polit politics at the end of the day? It's not, um, it's not voting, it's not presidents, it's not prime ministers, it's anything with the two different opinions. It just concerns me these days in the climate that we have now, how do you get that middle ground? How do you, how do you get somebody to, one, create a curriculum and two, to present it in a way that's completely open? I, I'm not saying like you have to have, well, obviously some people are racist, so we're going to teach you how to be racist this way. I don't mean that. It just always makes me nervous when, well, yeah. when things are taught in schools that can, be, that can be doctored or manipulated. I guess my response to that would be the very issues that you are talking about here that you that you and I agree with you should be the types of broader sociological, political, uh, and mm. economic factors are the very ones that are being prohibited from being taught. So it's yes, it's, yes. that that is so the discussion we're having right now could not happen in schools because it's not framed that way. In fact, yes. the idea don't discuss it at all. That's the idea of banning texts like this so the texts that they're banning are just one it's getting back on point are just one viewpoint one perspective yeah. on how to, to how to analyze the question and so what you're left with is just other viewpoints that dominate the intellectual space mm. uh, because these texts are being are being removed from schools now now, mouse to get really back on point. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I initially viewed. You asked my for my initial reaction. My initial reaction was this is likely to be, and I do still believe it is probably part of this emboldened uh, school boards and school boards emboldened to to remove text mm. that they just personally do not like under a pretext, perhaps under a pretext, perhaps not. But this is, yeah. as I said, different from the question of you know, the banning texts that people fear are critical race theory. When I looked at the meeting notes from that board meeting, they went to great lengths in the meeting to try and find a workaround to have it in schools. They proposed something like a bleep or a, you know, a fuzzy mouth like they use on TV or on music videos with like middle fingers and guns and stuff these days. And they said, well, can we just leave the first letter in and then, and then, just white out the rest of it can we remove this panel and leave it blank can you still tell the story without certain images and they said that it's it is actually on the borderline of of crossing fair uses and they might be leaving themselves so open uh, for legal action by the author which is art spiegelman isn't it or the publisher or whoever has the printing rights for it i am not disagreeing with you in my mind it's almost like a censorship of censorship if we're taking away schools rights and I think there's a difference where I think and feel and then what is probably likely to have happened, that where would you draw the line? Can 12 or 13-year-olds, are they now allowed to watch Schindler's List? I would say, depending on the child, because look, it's okay me and you being level-headed, 
Let's say if I was a parent, my kid was 12 years old. I don't think there's anything wrong with this sentence. I don't think my kid is old enough to read maths. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, we're leaving it up to a school. Like every class has got a, a wimpy kid, a sissy, a weird one. Like, that, that, like, we can't say because we are morally accurate, precise. Now we know what's best for every kid. I, I think it's almost like a censorship of censorship. There has to be a point whereby schools choose what they teach and what they don't. However, it comes back to what we were talking about just a moment ago when I derailed it, that how do you trust them to do that with any virtue? Yeah, I mean, here, here's my, I guess I would respond to that by saying, yeah, maybe... I don't know what I would have thought of that book as a 12-year-old. It bored um, me to fucking tears, Tim, is what it would have done to me. <laughs> and it would, I, I think it would have shocked me as well, mate. I think it would have fucked my head up for a little while. I probably would have, understand, would have understood only parts of it, and the more shocking mm. stuff would have been the thing that stuck with me. I was not a particularly bright twelve. I mean, you asked my mother, I was like a genius, but in, in my own head, having experienced being 12, I was nothing, yeah. nothing of the sort. Yeah, um, having, a great having a great lineage of being a Tim, I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it was nothing but a hustle. <laughs> yeah. um, but here's the thing, like, you know, one of the old, like, principles of like the first amendment free speech in this in this country at least yeah, is yeah, that yeah. you don't so there, there's always been a question of like how do you address the question of like free society in the presence of children in it right it's like well of mm. course many things that adults enjoy are not appropriate for kids i mean many things like just watch like the sopranos for instance like yeah whatever like really anything that's fun is not appropriate for kids yeah um, i watched some niche lesbian porn before we came online yeah. <laughs> two <laughs> lovely asian yeah. ladies yeah, <laughs> they, you know, they loved like, each other a lot you know like this like i don't know whatever like the sopranos like real art like yeah yeah, yeah 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 um or mouse for instance so the question is not it so yeah there might be like, like a weird one i love that it's so funny a weird one in the class but um Maybe so. So what you do there? The, the the response to that is to simply say, "Hey, eighth really grade eighth grade history class parents, we're teaching this text called Mouse. Here is um, the potential problems with it. If you want to check it out, you can check it out here. Um, if you want to have your kid opt out of that, you can do that rather than opting per se opting the entire all kids out of that. Yeah. Right? What they the with this specific sense. school as well? Sorry, Tim, I'm totally. A bulldoze in your ear, mate. I was just interrupting you right, left, and center. They said that from experience, there was a poem that had the word ecstasy in it about two people that loved each other. Or maybe I'm thinking uh -huh. of a song. Now we're the in ecstasy. <laughs> Whatever that song was, it was didn't sound like that. I can tell you that much. And they said that they they were dealing with like a month's worth of complaints for just the word, not even like a graphic depiction. And one of the arguments that they used against them as well, they said, "Well, did you use it last year?" They went, "No." because we were in COVID times and we had to cut one module from every class. And they said, right, and you saw that as the most disposable one. It was, it was quite funny, actually. At the beginning, the motion to table the vote was 50-50, but then once it got to the, once they got into the technical, no, it wasn't 50-50, it was 6-4 to have the vote. And then they had a discussion. There was another vote to leave it on the table or, or, or to leave it on the table or remove it from the table and they voted to keep it on the table and by the end of it it was it was 10-0 against don't get me wrong 6-4 vote is still at the very beginning they're still taking it out of the school so i'm not 
justifying it in any way but it did seem like it was more of the legality and what format they could put it in and the potential for upsetting parents and having to deal with that as well I mean, I'm guessing it was a conservative school. I mean, surely you know what, what you're sending. You, or do you just get given a school? Or what, how does it work, Tim? I'm sure it was a conservative. I mean, it's a conservative state. Uh, I don't know. It sounds like the school board's conservative. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you know, again, the, like the response to that is not to say take it out of the schools. The response is to say like, okay, the exigency thing. Well, did you tell the parents ahead of time? Did you get the? Did you uh, offer them the opportunity to opt out of it rather than banning it for all students? Probably but, I mean, not. It's, it was, it's just a word, though, isn't it? Like I it's know. just ridiculous. But, I mean, okay, so let's, let's assume let's assume ten years ten years out of ten, a hundred percent of parents uh, decide to opt mm. their kids out of uh, of uh, instruction on the on mouse. Well, then that's just how it goes. That you don't take yeah, it out of the yeah. And also, if I was that teacher, I'd be saying. I'm only, I'm only banned from showing it you. I'm banned from telling you. I'm telling you about this book, um, and then tell them slightly, and, and in the description, tell them about the book and then where they can find it. I mean, there is a yeah. thing. As everyone knows, the best way to get a kid to read a book is to tell them that it's banned. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah. So, I mean, in a sense, like, as we've seen here, like, if you try to order mouse online, it's impossible. It's impossible. It's in the top four historical... Um... Uh, fictions, fiction, history, fiction, like what? What's it called? Like that middle ground where it's history, but it's present like maybe graphic history. Yeah, yeah all yeah, four yeah. versions are in the top uh, top five. The the deluxe hardcover, the combined paperback, and volumes one and two were the top four. And I think in in his in historical full stop, it's like four of the top fifteen or something. A comics conspiracy. Ryan Higgins, uh, he put a tweet out said. If anybody in Tennessee wants this book for free, we'll send it to you. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. But I, um, I feel like it was a bit self-flagellatory. Like, the guy just loves a little bit. He loves to be... I think with him, a lot of it's about image. Do you know what I mean? Don't kick a guy for doing a good deed. But he does just feel a little bit slimy, doesn't he? A little bit. <laughs> he said that about something else. There's something else that was banned. Like, I forget what it was, but he, he said that before. And mm. I kind of wonder, like, if anyone took him up on that, whether that yeah. tweet would stop coming. He was <laughs> expecting it to be a couple, and they, the the fifteen they had in stock were all gone in in a day, and they, and he's had to ward hundreds apparently. <laughs> fair play to him, though. I mean, look, it's a good gesture, like fair play to him. But I think, I think he's more calc. I think he would have weighed up. because he goes into the nuts and bolts of what running a comic shop is, and he goes into the intricacies. And yeah. he's quite, he is quite smug when they do well. Like, don't get me wrong, I would be as well. But like, he, um, yeah, he would have weighed up the, what do we call it? The reputational collateral of the... Yes, yes. Of, yes, of okay, the you made your point. <laughs> <laughs> Brubaker could learn a lot from Ryan Higgins, let me tell you that oh, much. Yeah. <laughs> And that's just not to say, uh, let me just say, I find Ryan's, um, not that I know Ryan, other than on Twitter, no. occasionally, but um, I find his podcast very entertaining. I like that. I, I, do, I really like them. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. Because um, he gives you so, the nuts and bolts, like the stuff you don't get everywhere else. I mean, they're so yeah. DC biased, which is, because to start with, it used to really get my goat. But now I just see it as almost like a caricature. And he acts it out <laughs> as well. Like, he loves acting it out. Yeah, yeah. But um, I, I, I really do like it. There's one guy on it, though, that's a bit 
he's a bit bro dude and he's like what most people think of when they because when we think of when most uh, Brits think of Americans it is like like that frat house kind of like yeah. bro dude and there's somebody that goes on once he turned up pissed and it's the only podcast I've not been able to listen till the end he was like no no listen listen uh, no <laughs> oh is that the guy that moves that is not on the show anymore yeah thank fuck i can't stand him yeah yeah yeah, yeah. he's harsh oh and it's like um uh, what's her name uh, you watch john campier show yeah sometimes time. the blonde lady erin okay yeah. such a such a what do they call it is it a sharon it's not a sharon is it a karen a Karen, yeah. <laughs> yeah, such a Karen. <laughs> Don't you take another step, mister. <laughs> so bullshit. But in actual fact, from having spoken to a number of Americans over the last two or three years through this podcast, you're not too different from us. You just sound silly. <laughs> we have a lot more in common than we do different, Tim. Let me tell you that much. <laughs> That's true, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah in general I think what happens is there's a reaction and then I react to that reaction and I think the problem is is when I see people saying things like of course it is it's Tennessee it's obviously racially motivated what annoys me is you might be accurate but you have not done your due diligence you've seen the headlines you're reacting to it and you don't even know the intricacies of what's actually happened I'm not saying you you Tim but I briefly went on Twitter to see what the reaction was, and the reaction was exactly what I thought it was. I don't object to the idea that it was a racially motivated conservative decision, but like I said, I don't like the immediacy that everything is polarised. In my point of view, it should be, as you said, it should be in there, it should be optioned, you can take it home, let the parents have a look at it, and if they don't, then you have a secondary text. And it's as straightforward as that. But for me, the immediate reaction, I, 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 I don't know, dude. It just... Do you think we'll ever get away from this sort of hysteria? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's hard to think that. The way in which we are so d- deeply divided, at least in this country, deeply divided, deeply. And the presence of social media makes it hard to imagine undoing the ratchet you know it's like it yeah. ratchets to a point it's just like hard to release do you know what i think honestly is the problem i think that most people are against something that doesn't exist i'm not saying like there's not racism that but i mean in the most general thing i think people see something they imagine there's a group of people that hold that opinion and it's inflated in their minds and then they react to what they suppose and then, of course, the people that are slightly on the other side are seeing that reaction, and then they're reacting to the other reaction. There's this void of hot air in the middle. Let me try that again. People aren't actually reacting to things that happen. They're reacting to an anticipated reaction of the people that they oppose. And I think that the actual extremes on the left and the right are so small. When something like the banning of mouse happens, people rally together against this preconceived notion of the whole of, say, the right or conservative people all wanting this, when the middle is probably much more expansive. It's probably 80%, maybe 85%. And all that happens is that 85% gets narrower to 80, to 75, to 65, to 60, because people just get sick of hearing the opposing side. And I almost feel like there's not 
most people don't care. They wake up in the morning, they put the shoes on one at a time, they brush their teeth, they go to work. If they're drawn into a conversation at work, they might have it, but then they'll forget about it. I think that the left and the right are rallying against their ideas of what the opposition is, as opposed to what's actually a much more politically agnostic middle ground that is a lot more expansive. It's not virtual signaling, but I think that people like to feel like they're doing the right thing. Do you know what I mean? You, they need something yeah. to rally, rally against, because if you don't have anything to rally against, then, then how, how do I get to show what I think? So when there's yeah. an opportunity for it, there's almost this, not like mythical, because of course, this book did get banned. There's, like, that's actual fucking facts. Yeah. But I think that sort of sets, you know, puts matches between the toes of people that are like, right, they're at it again. Who are they? We're not sure, but they're out there. <laughs> Do yeah, you know I mean, what I mean? Yeah. And then there's, there's like, people like to be part of a team. So, like, there's yeah. kind of like just like uh, sports partisanship. Like, exactly. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something bad happens to the New York Yankees. I, it, that, that fact alone delights me. Uh, because, <laughs> uh, there are rivals my team, right? It's like any other thing. Probably like yeah. English football, same thing, you know? The problem is Leicester's so good now. All our all our local rivals are in the lower divisions, so we're we we have to <laughs> oh, pretend yeah. we have to we have to generate teams. Yeah, like if someone yeah, yeah. beats this one year, like we'll go those bastards. Look at them! How dare they! How dare they beat us! Right, they're the ones we're hating this year. It's fucking right, Tottenham, right, right. and it will always be fucking Tottenham until Forest, Derby, or Coventry are promoted, and then Spurs <laughs> will put them on the back burner. <laughs> But it's oh, the same thing. Ladies and gentlemen, is your EPL minute. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think that, like, at least here, you've got really the problem is social media, plot, and that's part of, uh, like a small mm. part of it. But it's like also like for profit news media is a major mm. problem. A huge problem. Um, yeah. So that is, if those things, if that doesn't go away, then there's no way any of this is going away. I do think, though, that this would not be a story if it did not occur in the context of a broader movement to censor uh, like students access to certain types of texts mm. and so if that if that if it weren't for that i, I think this would have had like a, a very minor splash rather than the bigger splash of the yeah. you know the yeah. thing about mouth it's sad because text is so rich i mean it's so so mm. such an important book i mean i think we just talked about it right at the top I mean, this is not just another comic book this is mm. like one of the most important comic books ever published in fact it, it was awarded a, a a special Pulitzer Prize on public, well, not mm. upon publication, but after, you know, the, the following year or so, um, yeah, yeah. To, to, to sort of honor its importance. And so yeah. it's a little sad. I mean, we haven't covered the book. We should probably cover it at some point. Just because yeah, we will so, do. We'll book it in for once yeah. we've finished Warren Ellis and then we have the interviews out of the way. We'll do Bowman yeah, yeah, and yeah. we'll do that. I'm not ready to get back into the new cycle yet. So yeah. we'll just do yeah, a couple of classics. Yeah. Maybe we'll do I a month of classics. It'd be an interesting conversation. We could do Bone, Mouse, what else? Maybe one more, then have a week off. Is there another classic? Um, they, they do, they are... Uh, you know, oh yeah, that's a good question. I mean, Let's have it off the air then, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's answer that one. Not to oh, the... Not to the... <laughs> Let's spare the audience that displeasure. Um, so, Tim, 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 Tim. Would you? How would you have felt about them doing the, taking words out or panels out? 
of the, any nudity. I mean, it's it's cat it's cat dick. So I mean, or mouse dick. Like, <laughs> I mean, how graphic could it be? Or would you say just stick it in, or or or, or don't bother? Are you would you would they be the two binary choices, or would you have? Is there a level of censorship on page to page that you would have been happy with? No, really. I guess if I had to compromise, rather than saying all or nothing, yeah, maybe I would say all or um, parents who are concerned about it can elect to have their students yeah, yeah. read the 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 um, slightly abridged version. But I think we can't just look at this in isolation. For me, I always use this term when I when I have a nice lady on a call center for a help desk not for someone that I owe money to that's asking me for money when I need their help. I'll say, thank you very <laughs> What is it? Not a Sharon. What's it called? Uh, Karen. Karen, yeah, Karen. Okay, Karen, before we start, I need to let you know that I'm at the end of my tether. This is the fourth call that I've had to make on this and I'm still not getting anywhere. If I am frustrated, I am not frustrated with you. I am just generically annoyed. And I'm probably <laughs> going to swear. I'm probably going to swear. But I think we're all okay with a, with a, with that, being as we have a television. But if this gets too much, don't say you're going to end the call. Just let me know to wind it in a little bit. Because I will try, but I'm going to need your help on this. You can't protect kids. Yes. There's an even bigger question, If even if you should try. We, you have to contextualize it with the medium and the world that we live in. Look at the third Transformers film when James Bay realizes that you can probably get away with one fuck, but as many shits as you want. There is yeah. like a shit count. There must be one on YouTube, but it's literally every 15 minutes. And that's not even PG-13, is it? That's just PG. Or is it PG-13? Yeah. That's probably PG-13, probably, isn't it? Probably PG-13, yeah. yeah. And that's like, you wouldn't get stopped. Those kids wouldn't they wouldn't get stopped from going into a cinema, would they? They'd just be going no. in. No, exactly. Like, you hey, have you to know, contextualize it with the world in which we live and all of the content that is available. Netflix. I bet you half the kids, probably 90% of those kids, haven't, don't have a parental lock on their Netflix account. Yeah. Or TikTok. Like, come on. TikTok, man. Yeah, exactly. TikTok. TikTok yeah. brackets big cock. <laughs> yeah. But your point is well taken that we tend to um, assume the worst of like our enemies, you know? So it, I, I hold out the, 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 the possibility and I haven't, I haven't read the transcript. I, what, you're, what you're telling I, me is all I know about it. I um, literally, I, I should have sent it to you out of fairness, but I, I, only, I only heard about it just before we came on. It was the last thing I did before I got in the shower and then yeah. I was 15 minutes late for starting. <laughs> and 20, I was 20, I was the extra five for my coffee. Um, Time well uh, spent, because now I have one as well. <laughs> you do tend to assume the worst. So I, hold, I guess I hold out the possibility that and any actor is in fact acting in good faith, even if they're wrong, right? It could be yeah. that they're genuinely concerned about these about mouse dick or something like that or whatever you know but what? i think we tend to assume and i, I and I, I don't think we're often we're not always we're not often wrong that it's it's mm. a pretext or more nefarious especially with respect to race in this country i mean this is a maybe an isolated thing that's a little bit it's it's different i mean this is not a yeah yeah it's not dealing with like it's american such a, race at all it's such but, a specific thing though i mean yeah. such in a school that if it was yeah. Like I said, the, the initial vote was 6-4. Was it was one vote away from being split. 
I wonder what convinced people to to move over. Did it was the legality of it, the the hassle of doing it. They tabled the motion to discuss it, which was the split one. And then when they got into the details of is it apt or not, there's actually a very good part of the transcript where there is it is clearly two very opposing sides talking about it. The one that thinks it should be protected and the one that thinks it should be jettisoned. When they arrive at the their usage, uh, uh, like IP part of it, and the technicalities of doing it, by the end it's just a whitewash. Like that seems to be where it turned. But again, it is a very um, convoluted document, but that's just that's just the bureaucracy of board meetings and the way that they're reported. Yeah, I mean, the inference here then is that even at 6-4, it was really 10-0 to have some form of, of uh, either either redaction, like either banning it outright or redacting in some way. Like nobody on that board was like, let's just keep it as is. Oh, well, I think it wasn't, the actual decision wasn't made on whether it was suitable. That was the middle part of it. And then okay. they said like, we need to, what are our options? Well, we could do a redacted version. Will that take away the poignancy of the book? Is it still worth having redacted or does it just ruin it as a body of work? How do we stand legally under fair usage? And also, if we don't do any of that and we keep it, what's the reaction from the parents going to be and is that worth it? So it was when they considered those options and they decided that the only option was to either keep it or or, or get rid of it. And then when they... That was when it was 10-0 at the end. But there was like a very... I wouldn't say heated because it's like business talk typing. It wasn't people just railing on it for half an hour. There was opposition to it until they got into the nuts and bolts of the legalities and whatnot. It was kind of like the discussion became, is this worth a hassle for our school keeping it? I mean, the answer is yes, it is, guys. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm saying like it wasn't, it wasn't yeah. just like half an hour's railing on it. But I think as well that that's, I have to be careful in my contrarist nature that I wasn't just reading it looking for it to be that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm very aware that I have my own bias going into it because I was like, all right, let's prove these cunts wrong. Oh, yeah, well, Tennessee's racist. Is it? All right, well, let's have a look and see that. Don't worry, guys, I'll sort this out. I'll read it and come back to you and let you all know what the real thing is. Of course, <laughs> you're all fucking wrong because I'm so fucking clever. <laughs> <laughs> Don't need to read that page. Don't need to read that page. Don't need to read that. Oh, here we go. This is what I was looking for. This one sentence. <laughs> yeah, in reality, yeah. In reality, what would happen here is like there come to there 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 would come to a page where there's like some mouse dick on it. Now, keep in mind, this is like in a con. This only arises in like the concentration camp context. So yeah, yeah, like yeah. some some little asshole would like make a joke about it, and some kids would like like just have like laugh about it for a moment and then move on like that oh. that is like the stuff like like you're saying like keep in mind the context in which this is occurring it's 2022 mm. kids have mm. unfettered access to like mm. po frankly pornography like it's hard, even yeah, hard to block yeah yeah. That. Yeah, yeah 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 so whatever i mean and also these, these old, and also uh <laughs> Did you ever have it? This is the funny, this is the irony. Have you ever, 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 did you ever, ever, Tim, ever have a school textbook that did not have a cock and balls drawn on it? Hell no. 
<laughs> that's the irony of it. I would say to them, if you can bring me one textbook that someone has not drawn a cock and balls on that has been in this school for more than a month, then then we can get rid of Mouse. But until that moment, yeah, exactly. <laughs> until you bring me that cock and balls free textbook. <laughs> baby dick right on your Yeah, book. big hairy bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. My, my cousin, we were watching Lord of the Rings, right? And it, who's Hagrid, in it? Hagrid. <laughs> the big one. Uh, and yeah. he goes, he just looks at me like like he's 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 worked it all out. He goes, I bet Hagrid's got really hairy balls and a tiny dick. <laughs> <laughs> and it just makes sense, like this bushy mot of pubes, thick, wiry, dark ones, and then this little mouse nose peeping out. <laughs> That's the sort of thing you get in textbooks. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I just wanted to make sure that we had... Um, our platform to talk about this and uh, I felt that I, I knew that we'd be able to put a balanced discussion. Some of the things that I'm saying I'm not like, I don't, I want to make clear that like, it, it's not necessarily even my opinions, it's just what do you think of this per se? So I've probably made myself out to be a bit of a conservative loon on this, on this oh, episode. No, no, no. But no, no, no. I know, but but you're the reasonable person I'm having the discussion with, Tim. But I just I just think it's important to at least ask the opposing questions, if only to reconfirm what you think in this yes. in this scenario. I mean, for me personally, I think I think everybody should self censor, like you said, give the parents an opportunity. If the kids aren't comfortable with it, I mean, I can remember going across to my neighbours when I was young and I used to be into horror, and I had nightmares about Freddy Krueger. Sure. Like for, for, and that's not even that's mythical. Like he's not he's not real. Uh, again, I've not read Mouse, so I don't know how graphic it is. But it's the Holocaust, and I would expect that if it, with that and the fact that there is this controversy, that it yep. is quite a graphic depiction of it. Because you've got to protect the weakest of any group, haven't you? Do do you say we think this book is acceptable when we should be looking at the the weakest element of it, of any class? However, like I said, there's easy workarounds, alternative texts. Exactly, exactly. And just from my perspective, thinking about, it, I have little kids now, but I would absolutely want my kids. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess I don't know what my kids are going to be like when they're twelve, like how sensitive they're going to be. But even if they were, I definitely would. Here's the thing. I, w- mm. I would want them to be able to read the book and, and be taught the book. That's the thing. It's yes. like, yeah. Anybody can read the book. Like I have a book on my shelf. They can read it. The question is mm. like, are they going to get instruction on it? And I, I want, just, I want that. You know, I, want so that I would have been bored out of my mind, mate. I would have been, I yeah. wouldn't have been able to read it. <laughs> That's a thing. Yeah. I mean, I probably, I, I think it's like so interesting now, but I probably would have been too. Mm. I don't know. American kids are such fucking selfish assholes. It's insane. Yeah, I know I was. <laughs> I think that's just being a kid, mate. I don't think that's. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that's inherent to only America. But I, I'm excited. We should read this because and just set the politics aside. And just like consider it on the merits. I, I'd be interested. Yeah. I think we'd have some discussion about it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I actually went out with a girl that was obsessed with the Holocaust. Like it was almost um, sinister. To the point where she just consumed so, so much information on it that like she would she'd be having like nightmares where she'd wake up screaming in the middle of the night. It was fucking weird. 
wow. Well, that she was the weird kid, clearly. The one that shouldn't yeah. have ever been introduced to her. <laughs> Sexy right. as hell, though. <laughs> and is there anything more evocative than a lady crying? I say no. <laughs> Just striking the back of her head. There, there, baby. There, there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she... Um, uh, I think we've... I think that's enough on that one, don't you? Yeah. So I'll put a bow on it. Okay, then. So... Right then, guys, I'll await all your hate-filled responses on every every platform. Hopefully, Tim won't be tarnished with my <laughs> tarred and feathered with the same brush that I deserve to be after that. But um, yeah, I mean, some things we don't do politics on this as a general rule. But this yeah. is such a hot potato. I felt like we needed to weigh in on it. Yeah, yeah. All right then. Um, this will be a double drop. Uh, no, it won't be actually because I've not edited any of the podcasts we've done recently. I think I've five of them stacked up but they're not time sensitive they're not, new. So, they're, yeah, no, they're not yeah. new so it doesn't matter I'll, I'll get to it right. uh so yeah this one will be dropping maybe today maybe tomorrow i'll get this one out and um yeah thanks for thanks for joining us <sighs> so that, that only leaves me one thing to say as always we have been and this is the end <laughs> <laughs>